Machination Log 001B, Generational Shift, Part 2. Enjoy, Enjoy your nerd blaster. games. <laughs> you have fun. Oh, I, think, I think we're cards against humanity. Oh, it's a classic. doesn't surprise yeah, me. The nerd is as of, as of three years ago, it's a classic. Yeah, I haven't pulled it out in about three years. It's an antique at this point. Yeah, yeah I'd have to adjust my We used to play that with Jacob. It's, yeah, David brought it up. <laughs> Patrick the Jacob era. Yeah, the Jacob era. Okay. Okay. The first time you see a card, like first time you see a card, it's hilarious. The second time you see it, you're like, yeah, I remember this card once. So it, Cards um, Against Humanity is an icebreaker. It is not a great game. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It's 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 better than apples to apples. I can't even call that one an icebreaker as much. I think apples to apples is a better icebreaker. Just no. like I think Cards Against Humanity requires you to be familiar enough with the people to make the jokes. And if it's an icebreaker, you don't know. Are you familiar with cards? No idea what it is. I was just gonna say, is there a, I mean, icebreaker? Silly me, you walk up and say hi if it looks like someone you want to talk to. But (laughs) that's that's just me. That's not what we do. No, it's not. I guess very well. But is there is there a cell phone based thing that you can? There has to be in Japan where you push a button on your phone and it says, okay, everybody's phone starts buzzing if you're a purple person or something. I mean, there's got to be some. There's got to be some well, I mean, cell phone-based thing. Well, I mean, like, yeah, that's just kind of general internet That you can like start you can... a game in a, you know, someone has to know how to start a game in a heartbeat. Your mother was saying they did some icebreaker at the at the Wetlands dinner where the guy, you, you know, they called out some things and you had a piece of paper with some holes cut on it and you turned it one way or another. And then he went around and took pictures of everything and it popped right in. It was all... You know, some high tech thing, and then it told you know all of a sudden you know everybody's you know profile of this or that or the other. Or there's something. a tremendous market for matchmaking. I mean, maybe that's what it was based in. Maybe that's what it was based in. It's not like just ice Tinder. It was Tinder is the most egregious form of it, maybe. But <laughs> do you think uh, do you think our generation is like socially stunted in terms of just personal interaction? Of course. No. Yeah. No, I don't Huge. because. It's it's a difference. You, you mean in see you're you're talking about in the level of aggressiveness. We do a ton of interacting with one another. It's just not in person. Oh, gee. Yeah, that's silly me. I well, always thought interacting. I, that's meant what I like, said uh, like, in, in person. At, like yeah. having well, a, a relationship with a human being as opposed to a phone. <laughs> yeah. No, with, on that side, I agree with you. Everyone on the internet can be a dog. I mean, what's the yeah. you know? I mean, <laughs> nobody. I, mean, I, I mean, this is you don't know whether you're talking to a 13 year old girl or a 47 year old man. Right. You know when you're. When you're tindering, no, <laughs> you get you get good at that over time. Uh, you do enough of this. You mean the forty-seven-year-old like, man does? Is it? Is it? Get enough practice. There's a joke from. So classing each other. You could tell. You could tell the bad forty-seven-year-old men apart. There's a joke from. There's a joke from Fortune where it's like I was talking to a fourteen-year-old girl the other day. She said she was an undercover undercover cop. How cool is that? She's fourteen and she's already an undercover cop. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. That makes me a believer, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, on yeah, that, that same point of, like, interaction, um, and, like, the thing of icebreakers that I was going to say is that there are just, like, lots of... You you don't need to break the ice in a lot of places anymore on the internet because there's a lot of pages that's like, if you like this thing, you're on this page because you like this thing. And so you immediately well, the ice is broken. That's you found yeah. people. Exactly. That, so there's what, no need to break the ice. It's immediately, you know these people like the same thing as you, so you can talk to them. And it's like immediate But thing once like again, that. you're on a and web page. It's not like you're... Yeah. And, and it's not like you, it. you know, it's like you go to a furry convention and there's a bunch of furries standing around, yet you have a hard time walking up and saying hi to somebody... Because you don't interact that's with a, people. That's a dangerous fringe case. <laughs> well, it, it's yeah. there. There are similar events. There's there's pages like like Meetup.com, for example, where you just go for like a similar, uh, just like an activity that you like or something that you have in common with people, and you just do that activity. Like your point, I guess a, a better example is like you go to like a spinning class or a yoga class. Like you're there for the yoga. If you happen to meet somebody and talk to them, awesome. And if you talk to them and it doesn't work out, that's fine because well, you're still but it not also depends your time. on whether you're a whether you're the kind of person who talks to people in the first place. B, whether you're hunting, and that's why part of the reason you're going to the spinning class or whatever. But, of course, you've got something in common with someone else who does yoga or who does spinning. You're both either into physical fitness or twisting yourself up into, like, a pretzel. Yeah, right. So, but that's, so you've got something built that. in. But you're not... But the, but the problem is that most people now, 
that's too dangerous for you to talk to someone in person somewhere, even if it's at even if it's at a place where where everybody's doing the same thing. <clears throat> you want to have the you want to have the aloofness of being able to talk to them online where they aren't really a person. You're talking to yourself. The, and if they uh, and if they happen to listen and agree, then maybe you can go to the next step. Yes. Ooh, maybe you call them on the phone and talk to them. <laughs> Don't be crazy, Eric. This is ridiculous. <laughs> was, uh, was, hey, I'm just was introversion a thing before the internet? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But so did, you didn't have other choices. Yeah. So if you wanted to interact with another human being, you had to get over that. You know, eventually you had to get over that. You couldn't, you didn't have these other options. That's true. You know, and Cro-Magna man didn't even have the telephone, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. So it's, you had to find someone who was into, you know, cooking brontosaurus. So, you know, when, so you went over and, you know, if if you were the person who cooked brontosaurus, you know, then they they got together and, you know, shared brontosaurus recipes and, you know, that kind of stuff. Someone here has to know the name. What is the name of the generic dating app? There's, yeah. there's OkCupid.com. Okay, that's the one. OkCupid, yeah. having talked to... I thought a, it was like eHarmony was the e-harmony first one. E-Harmony is one of them. It is not... There's Christian Mingle. And there's, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, the, I mean, I see commercials for all these. Farmers, 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 farmers only. only. That's farmers right. Farmers only. only. Must have dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's got to be weird. There's got to be plenty of weird ones. The thing is... It's crazy stuff. The reason I don't necessarily say that this is... But this is the point where humanity lose the, loses the ability to communicate, is that all this did was take out the most aggravating part of meeting people. Which, which is was, meeting people. Which was accidentally <laughs> running into people who you share nothing in common with. It takes you're, all of that out of the equation. But that's, you're human beings. You share something with everybody. Well, okay, well. No, 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 but usually, no. See, <laughs> that hesitation is exactly the problem because you really don't want to know most people. But God forbid you can't be wrong every now and then in your life. It sucks. Nobody bats it, a thousand. It's, it, it's, like, like, it's, it's, it's just, good practice. Yeah. Take my word for it. See, that's what you guys are... I mean, part <laughs> of it is that's what you guys are missing. You're missing at the adversity. You're, you're, you're I, so... I agree. You know, and I've even... What did I do? I, I, I'm totally complicit. I totally protected my children from adversity, if at all humanly possible, for the most part. I mean, I provided all the money, all the opportunity, all the whatever, and I, you know, I cushioned them from the evil shit in the world. Yeah, but, and I, I definitely agree. I, I am very appreciative for everything that my parents did for me, and I'm appreciative for all the technology that we have now. <laughs> But the lack of adversity, I feel, is probably a negative in my social developments. Uh, I, it doesn't prepare I, dis- I, mean, I just I, I disagree know. categorically. It doesn't prepare you, you for when something goes wrong. Yeah, that's why I, I made a lot of money. Because and maybe that's just I'm really personally. good when something goes wrong. That's when I'm, I'm the classic American firefighter kind of guy. When the roof's falling in... I'm, I figure out where not to, you know, where not to walk while you go get the baby out of the crib. So I'm, I'm agreeing with your dad. <laughs> uh oh. Rebuttal. <laughs> Rebuttal. <laughs> I'm validated. Oh, of course. <laughs> Would you like a room at my house? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, would love to have you. I'll charge you less than you get charged now. Probably, yeah. I got, I got two rooms in a backyard. It's not like extrovert is evaporated though, and it's also not as if you don't have contentions with the people you talk to, even if you're part of groups that, even if you do get to get past the part where you have to find the people that are in the groups you want to be part of. All that stuff still happens. It's all the same. It's just different. Yeah. Like with everything. Well, and but that's that's my whole point, is that it's... <laughs> yes, it stunted a lot of people's ability to break the ice on their own. Sure. But a hell of a lot more conversations, I think, are more interesting when you at least partially see things on the same terms as the other person. Because otherwise, you fall into the same conversations with everybody. That's why yeah. everyone talks about politics and sports. Because it's the only thing everybody has in common, and they're really boring to talk about. But would it be better if people... But those are superficial people, things to talk about. Once yeah. You, but you don't have a choice with most people because like, you don't... What he's saying is, like, on the icebreaker, you've got a baseline somewhere. So you've got to... Some, okay, everyone has exposure to these two things. Let's have this conversation. Yeah. And then at some point... Like, on the one hand, you're right. You don't bat a thousand. But sometimes... It just feels like a waste of time. But the Like, when you go to a party and you meet someone new and you're just chatting and you're like, God, this, I hate talking to this person, but I have no good, like... Social reason. social reason to stop talking to them. Oh, you situation. just have to be like me. You just turn around and walk away. Right, and that's that, that, that's depending on the kind of person you are. I've totally been. I've I've hung out with uh, a couple of my friends before, and ended up talking Socially to this one person. Prick. I mean, 
<laughs> Don't undersell yourself. <laughs> You're not evil. <laughs> I've, I've been in a situation where I was just like talking, like, you know, a bunch of my, one of my friends brought a bunch of his friends together and I'm just talking to this person. I'm like, wow, this conversation is just not interesting. I, I don't want to have it anymore. But I can't just be like, well, it was good talking to you, and then just turn around. Like, that feels <laughs> so rude to do the but other that's, person. That's what you have to practice doing. You get good at ah. it, you pirouette. You know, you, you, you come up with a, you know, you fart. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've got to go to the bathroom and well, literally just turn around. Well, but I mean, that's what social interaction is all about, is learning how to deal with people. If someone's talking about something you, you don't want to talk about, you either corral the conversation in some other direction or you walk. Because know, that teaches the I, other person something, too. Right, that they're probably kind of boring. <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's... So I know uh, when, you're, when you're at a party or something, you can walk away. When you're on an airplane, you're, you've kind of got a captive audience if you do want to talk to the person next yeah, to you. Yeah, you do. I know that you talk to your seat partners. He's looking at me. <laughs> you talk to people who are next to you on a plane, oh, correct? Oh, I that. Yes, I would never do that. <laughs> I do my own thing. I don't want to talk to the people who are next to me if I don't know them on a plane. I'm just going to read my book or listen to my music. I've had and some do weird conversations with people at airplanes. And sometimes it's funny. Because, you get to, because once again... You're not gonna. You're not talking about. You know. You're talking to someone you're never gonna see again, et cetera, et cetera. So it does. It's kind of like the internet. It frees you it's up so to just liberating. twist their right. fucking head around like a pretzel. Yeah. You know, they, they're, they're, they're they're going ding ding. Uh, uh, I need to use the restroom. The guy next to us is asleep. No way can you look up and see if there's an axe? I'm, uh, <laughs> I make that slow. I make it a slow burn, but like father, like son. That's, yeah. that's the airplane joke. You just the main character keeps talking to people at the air, uh, in the airplane. Yeah. And they just they want to light themselves. But up then again, that's once themselves. again it's your social interaction. When somebody's yakking at me and I don't want to listen to them, I just look at him and say, "Hey, dude, I'm going to sleep or something. <laughs> Shut the fuck up." I mean, that's part of social interaction too. Right. I guess that's true. You know, get out of my space. <laughs> I, I find that people don't have a problem with that part of that equation Which? normally. The part of turning and walking, I, I don't think that's a problem, even today. It is for a lot of people. I have a huge amount of trouble with it, because I feel like I would feel super disrespected. If but it's a bell plenty, it's plenty, a bell of, plenty of people who are 55 feel the same way, though. Right. Oh, you. oh, yeah, that's, this is, when you, but once again, Sorry. you're talking about, once again, you know, it's, if you really don't like how, you know, broiled brontosaurus and you're talking to someone who always boils the damn brontosaurus. Do you really like brontosaurus? Like, it's a, it's an apt metaphor for old people. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying because old people like to talk about dinosaurs? No, Come on, don't no, be that because generic. that's what came before me was the next step was brontosaurus. <laughs> in you no, guys, in you guys' eyes. No in eyes. between. No in between. Right. That's fair. So it's, you know, if you, even back in brontosaurus days, you know, if, if you decided that you saw someone cooking brontosaurus and you were into cooking brontosaurus too and but they all they want to do is give you boiled brontosaurus you know you unless, and went and yes. but that's no i mean flavor. that's that's but but that rolls back to the whole thing it's the human interaction thing i mean you have if you're texting you know you know if you're texting with someone or emailing with someone you just forget to email them back and who gives a fuck that's <laughs> the know? one thing that i find useful almost that's the one thing i enjoy it's a quick way stuff. to turn off a conversation like, yeah it's like oh yeah i've been busy or you just stop responding and that <laughs> is, that's the only way i can do it and it My still feels terrible well months. it's easy to type in by and walk away from the keyboard or yeah. you don't even walk away from the keyboard you say i gotta go do something <laughs> <laughs> you, you go yeah, YouTube.com. You, you just leave the bubble open. You, you wait. talk to someone else. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't look at my phone for three days. <laughs> it's a good excuse. Is that yeah. possible? No, it's not. No, and it everybody knows works. that's a lie, but yeah. it's okay. It's yeah, a it's a sanitized social lie. That's like that's like a picture I saw one time that was like a text conversation between pe two people, and the person receiving the text got a text that was like, "Hey," and it was from like January twenty fifth, twenty twelve, or something. And the next thing is, like, from January, like, 30th, 2016, 2015. And it's like, hey, sorry, I just got, hey, sorry, I just got your message. I was busy. You've been busy for two years? I was really busy. <laughs> well, but the, but the difference is, if, if someone texts me and gets no reply for three years, they, they think it's normal. If someone texts you and didn't get almost an immediate reply, they'd probably want to call 911 and find out what happened to you. Well, I mean, like that, in reality. Because you would never, I mean, for you, if, why. if you told someone that you had just not picked up your phone for two days. <laughs> yeah. be a question, but oh, really. I, 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 I've been times, actually, where, like, I've told somebody, hey, like, I'm going to go take a nap or something. 
And you're going offline for an hour and a half. And, and, you and have to announce that, that to the world. It's that like it's that I say like just to end the conversation. I'm gonna go take a nap. And I take a nap, and then I go for like hours because I totally forget that's how the conversation ended. And then the person will text me back later. Long nap. You, and it's like you wake up. Yeah, yeah they they need to know why this is taking such a long time. And I think that's the fun part. But like a thing that I was trying to say beforehand, like. Something interesting we may be able to say about, like, age, if we want to keep talking about that as the topic. I um, think all of this has pretty okay. much been on topic. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. But, like, more, more about it is that you you brought up David's dad. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Eric. Eric. Yes. <laughs> David's brought, dad works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes, you, you brought up how it's, like, with social interactions, you don't have to bat a thousand every time. Like, sometimes you can't just talk to somebody and it makes a mistake and it doesn't work out. And, like, how the internet now provides, like, icebreakers immediately that if you're in this page on Tumblr or whatever, you immediately know these people want to talk about a thing. And so I think that's come with, like, recent generations that things are so much easier that it's like, why would you take the harder option if there's an easier option that just works every time? That's absolutely like, how it is. Like, if you can bat a thousand, why wouldn't you bat a thousand? That's why, why you aren't going to be able to fill truck driver jobs without illegal aliens. And now we're gonna film robots. Well, okay, but it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be a couple years. And then before the that robots happens. are gonna kill us off. So but the but the reality is, it's no trust. Trust. <laughs> the aliens, you know, the reality is that that's that's part and parcel of what us old people uh, crap about the youngsters is your resiliency. You know, you you haven't had to bat your head up against things too much, and because you expect everything to you know just kind of be there. And, and how you like in, it. In one aspect, yes. In, in the social aspects. aspect, yes. In the wow. occupational aspect, it's a little weird. Dylan works a lot harder than most people who used to work at minimum wage. He is called in at random to do a job that involves doing everything that store involves. Uh, I won't say which one it is because I don't think he's said it yet. Um, on the social side, it's a pain. But the demands of building a world that is fast enough that we don't need the, the inconveniences of older generations has meant that the demand for our generation in a lot of other ways has become much, much more problematic. Uh, the fact that I have a stable salary job is unprecedented at my age anymore in a way that it wasn't It's not unprecedented generation. at all. I mean, once again, it's bell curve. It's even when there's 85, you know, when there's 15% unemployment, that still means 85% of the people are employed. Yeah, but they're not employed yeah. in stable jobs. Underemployed. Oh, Underemployment yeah. is, a, is a thing. Well, it's like uh, my I sister. Mean, Huff, you, uh, not, not to shit on what you're doing at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, I work hourly for 12 bucks an hour. As a graduate from a top 50 university. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, that's, that did not happen. Thirty years ago, it's because there were so many fewer of them, and the U.S. was on an up was on an up curve. Well, that, that's <laughs> what he's saying. Like the university from hey. social existence is, is gone. You're, but they're right. sending so many but people to university who probably shouldn't so be going in the first place. Qualified yeah. for his job, oh. it's just ridiculous. Go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than the doctors, I think me and the other people in records are the only one in that company with a college degree. So mm. that's kind of odd. But, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> well, well, I mean, mildly over speaking there's probably a couple it's like my sister like. my sister at one point when she was in college was a bank teller which used to be something that you could aspire to as a career in back in like the 60s and 70s bank teller could be a minimum wage uh, not a minimum wage it could be a middle class well, occupation it's a, um, a white collar blue collar job yeah and uh, that was just a stepping stone for her to, to move into an actual middle class job but once again that's because there are people no. You know, it's what I've always said is, once again, it's my bell curve, is the, re the reason the United States is screwed is because you <laughs> have to have, you have to have just jobs for just people, okay? I learned about just people when I worked at General Motors. I was going to work at General Motors building cars on the assembly line. That was my little white picket fancy thing at that point. You know, I wasn't going to college or any shit like that. Uh, so I was working at General Motors, and I was going to do 25 and out and have a pension when I was 43 years old and all my medical paid and da-da-da-da-da. That's where my brain was. And the, the difference is that I could go do something else. A lot of people in that plant could not go do something else. If they didn't have a job where you did the same thing every minute, they're unemployable. 
<laughs> I mean, right. a lot of these people had to be retrained after lunch every day. And, and <laughs> okay? subsequently... And when you don't have those kind of jobs for your society, you're screwed because everybody... Everybody ain't going to college yeah. and getting what used to be considered a college degree. But that's the thing, is that those jo the jobs for just people in those plants, no car that ever came off an assembly line at Ford or GM 30 years ago could be sold today. The demand for quality Precision, in everything is you so could, high. But they, you know, I, I, will, I can debate that because the just slightly post-Brontosaurus guys who are even older than me... Build a fucking spaceship that went to the moon. Okay. After a couple tries. Okay, but they had a couple tries with the cars, too. If you wanted to, you could build a nice car on an assembly line because they hand-assemble Konisex. Oh, they were, <laughs> okay. they, they were amazing I would, I would not want a machine-assembled <laughs> Konisex. There were people who weren't just people back then. Like, you could get those people together, but at the lower rung that we're talking about, the threshold for having a stable job has skyrocketed. Well, you got to be able to feed yourself. It, it became, you know, it was my, you know, when I got married, my... Contract was, I go chase the brontosaurus and bring it home to cook, and Carrie stays home, <laughs> cooks, and takes Sarah, care of the kids. Sarah's the brontosaurus? You know, I'm an old-fashioned-y kind of guy that way. It just That just seems the way it should be to me. Uh, you know, a society where that goes on, in my silly old head, is not a bad society. I mean... You know, you got to have someone take care of little, you know, uh, little, hum little human beings <laughs> can't take care of themselves. So you have to have someone take care of them one way or the other. So that might as well be the, the person who popped them out in my book. So, you know, the guys take, you know, guys go out and make a living and, and the women stay home and take care of kids and do other stuff. It's, that's, that's, it's not, that's, that's become that's, hard. That's not an evil world, but yeah. that's exactly what's happened is. Well, and it's it's chicken and egg. It's when all the women want to go out and work, want to go out and work, then there's less jobs for the guys, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it becomes an issue of, you know, are there is there enough money in people doing child care? You know, if if ever if the women are all going to go work, they're going to have kids put their kids in child care. So now you've got is the child care industry big enough to to make up the slack da 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 da, da for all the guys who don't have jobs? It's it's. It's always been problematic, though. That's the killer. It's the there's always been change. You know, it used to take more people to make buggy wheels. You know, and and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, well, I'm just curious if we are actually because you seem to think we're at an inflection point on that change. Oh, uh, I think we are. I think we're at a problem point. Well, but it's more than that. It's it's more than that. It's you know, and this is the you know where the old guys, the greatest generation, really fuck. The world up, as far as I'm, I'm glad. Well, I'm, I'm glad you at least share that sentiment. Well, no, it's absolutely true. Yes. <laughs> Driving across America, you know, as, as I did in the past couple days, you know, if you're introspective, sharpens your belief on that. Because when you drive through the middle of no fucking where, on a four lane blacktop road, where the taxes that are collected from the people who could possibly ever use that road. Don't pay for a fraction of that road. Where did all that money come from? Why, it came from the future. <laughs> and that's the problem. Yeah. They spent, you know, you can only spend the future money for so long. <laughs> and then the future money starts running out. Yeah. You know, at, at some point it just starts running out. You, you run out of credit, you know, you run out of the ability to, to pump up credit money because stuff starts breaking down eventually in the real world with economics. And when you see that, all that kind of stuff, it's like, that's what has hurt the, you know, that's what has hurt the future, which is, of course, what you guys are. Alberto, we is are everything going to be all right? I'm going to make sure of it. Well, that's good to hear because well, I'm not doing anything. What are you going to do for you're, you're in, still in high school. 17 yep. is still high school? Just yep. barely. Are you Must getting get. good enough grades to go to UF? Uh, I think so. Well, I'm just... <laughs> Pretty much. Where are you going to college? I, I want to go to UF, and I'm pretty sure I've got the grades and scores and all that stuff. Okay, for so it. you're way the fuck over on the right-hand side of the bell curve. Though. Yeah. Yeah, you, okay. could get a, you could get a 12-an-hour job right That's now. what I was going to say. <laughs> you're so far on the you're side. You're with me, man. But then again, are you good at it? You know, I, I'm, and I'm, I'm not... And I'm an evil, Aaron, I'm an evil dad. I'm just... I, I have to say it plainly. Are you good at anything? 
Um, like, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Well, that's a problem. I think I'm good at stuff. Well, no. Are you 150% in math? Are you 150% in, sci- in, in calculus? Are you 150% I can figure in out most physics? math stuff that I'm at least charged with when what? I have, like, math problems. I can do are that. Are you... But, like... I've already forgotten her name. Are you, uh, oh, Jacob's old girlfriend? Lenon. Are you Lenon? <laughs> are you going to get a double degree and people it. are going to want you to come do their shit for $80,000 a year while you're still in school? To be fair, you don't always know what it is you're good at. My sister's a great example for that. She mm-hmm. was, what she was good at was doing stuff. My sister was, my sister's driven like very few other people I've true. ever met. Currently, she's in law school. She's about to graduate law school. Um, there's no way in hell she was going to know she was good at law in high school. She she didn't she didn't know it. As a matter of fact, she thought she was going to be like right, a journalist. Right. She or was uh, when she was graduating. She had just been accepted to Boston University, and she was going to do journalism. But she was motivated enough to get crazy good grades, and of course, you're lucky in that. Also, uh, does she have uh, five billion dollars in student loans like everybody else has, or were your parents? Did your parents pay for her school? Probably helped her pay for school. Yeah. Okay. So you know, once again, opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what I'm saying, though, is, you know, you're, we're assuming she'll go into the legal business because maybe she, if she made a rat, if you change from journalism to legal, you met somebody. She realized that journalism wasn't going to pay for her son. Okay. Well, so she that, made the uh, I think that was actually probably it. She, told, she said it. She's yeah, like, journalism's not going to pay the bills. It would have been a great career for someone who had no responsibilities. But when I realized you know, I have this son now, I'm going to have to take care of him somehow. She moved into um, legal studies, and she's been working at this particular law firm, basically doing human resources for three years, took a year off to intern for the sheriff department, and is now back at that law firm when the, her boss is like, yeah, I'll probably pay for you to study at Sounds like the she's bar. pragmatic and an ass buster. Are you pragmatic and an ass buster? I like to think he's an ass buster, because watching him work is <laughs> way more than the way that I work. Okay. Well, so, well, once again, it if, if, like, like if being school. good at doing stuff qualifies <laughs> as like being good at something, then I'm pretty sure I'm, do- I'm good at doing something. Okay. Well, once again, you know, it's like with Jacob. You know, Jacob was pretty good at doing the math thing, but he got bored with it, and now he's fixing uh, air conditioners in 7-Elevens. Yeah. He's happier for it. So. We'll see. <laughs> for now. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody's happy at the beginning. Relationships again, are good at the beginning. And similarly, <laughs> I, like, even I didn't know. Like, I was good at math, too. Like, I was great at math in high school. I, but by the time math started getting complicated, like, getting got difficult, I just I could not handle what other students were doing. Yeah. And I like to think of myself as at least... To the right of the middle of the bell curve. I don't know if I'm all the way on the far right. As an ex physics major. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I did physics I mean, for the fact two and a half years. You guys years. got into and tootled through, you know, uh, tootled through UF. You, you know, you you're good at doing the stuff, the school stuff. Right. So but, I'm not good at doing the school stuff. That's why I didn't get better grades. I, I mean, I am way happier outside of school. But you're pretty good at doing the school stuff because you did pretty good at the school I'm, stuff. I mean, I mean, <laughs> since we're already being brash, I was good at the school stuff because I'm good at basically anything I do. Well, this, I well, this is too. the fun. This is the fun. I hate, uh, I hate the school <laughs> stuff, so I'm yeah. glad I'm. This is the fun descriptor. I had my not uh, in it now, so. Uh, the other day I turned in one of my assignments and my teacher said, you know, we were, we were having a discussion about the, the project that I'd just done and the presentation that I did. She's like, you turn in really high quality work. And I thought to myself, I've turned in two assignments for this class so far. And honestly, I thought they were garbage. Well, I just co- think that other people are awful at work. Like that must be the case. My writing in these, in these essays, in these papers was just like really middling. Like I finished it. I'm like, I'm glad this is over so I can get a grade. Um, I, I would not give myself full marks in this grade. Oh, I guess I would because I satisfied the conditions. But it didn't feel like good work. But it's a different world. You know, I got my job at $8 an hour job in 1983 at Teradata with a nine-month computer degree. Right. You know, from Airco Computer Learning Center. The world ain't like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the, the ante, you know, even though they act like you should have a... 60% of the people don't even get a high school diploma. And yet, you have to have a college diploma to get, you know, a good job these days. Most to places, work records at a doctor. Most real, you know, most yeah, real yeah. companies won't even look at you, yeah, uh, without a college degree. So you know, the, the world definitely has shifted. You know, the the value of a college degree is, you know, kind of specious these days. We we talked yeah. about that a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, we did. We have an I mean, it was different in my you know in my generation. Do we, know, do we just... know anybody who's pro college? <laughs> what? 
Um, yeah, Lenon. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I like college so far. <laughs> you're not. You're not in it. Yet. I'm fine. Exactly. College is in grade. Exactly. Um, but but it's going to be an even weirder world. Uh, you know, in, Ben in, likes college. In, I found one. Oh, okay. uh, Mike. I, well, yeah, I guess it's, he's in the industry now. Yeah. 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 Patrick's brother was. Uh, Oh, he's yeah. an undergrad, and then he did his master's degree, and then he did his PhD. He's like, ideally, I'll just become a teacher and never leave college. That's exactly <laughs> like, what most people who do that path traditionally did. Yeah. But you get to a point where that doesn't, because there's no more colleges to... <laughs> yeah, there's no more degrees. There's nothing really past PhD. unless. You well, but there's no more jobs. You know, there's only yeah, so many right. people. It's, it's a numbers game. This is the problem, is that it was one, it, it's not a percentages game, it's a, it's a real numbers thing, because you can't have a hundred billion, you know, you can't have a hundred million people in college. Right. <laughs> it's, no, it's just not going to happen. Try Well, they are going to. Yeah, we're, we're, we're running gonna, the stress test on the college hey, surfers right now. When you don't have the military to send, you know, when you can't, when the military can't suck up all the excess people, that's what college is going to be for. Kids have to stay in school now at least until they're 27 years old or something because what the hell else are you going to do with them? I mean, for what it's worth, the GI Bill basically turned the college system into that anyway. Whether you went into college or whether you went a, into the military or not. But it was a very different world. I could have gone to UF when I was that age. Easily. Mm. I mean, I know people who went to UF who are dumb fucks. Okay? Who are my age at least. I worked with them at AT and T. Okay, I know, I know we're gonna go to. We're probably gonna go go to FSU. Who are done? Who are very well? I didn't say. I, I said UF, not. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure David. I'm sure we had plenty of yeah, classmates who were probably dumb fucks. What? So, also, our school only recently got into the top fifty. <clears throat> no, we've been fluctuating for about ten years. But no, thirty years ago, thirty whatever, right. thirty forty years ago, yeah. you didn't have to be all that smart to go to UF at all. Right. It was just a. No. It was a community college. <laughs> you still well, don't. You can you can take all non-advanced classes in high school and get a 4.0 and get accepted to UF. You don't have to be a smart person to get into oh, well, high college. But you have to be smart enough to play that game. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. You have to be average. You don't have to be above average. You have to be average. That's the, the big thing. It turns oh, well, out that can be difficult for some people. To be average? What being 4.0 average... Yes. But it's the numbers. It's 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 the real it's once again it's I like to look at percentages for most things because it's more rational. But you have to look at the real numbers thing. There's too many damn people. I mean, yeah. you're you're coming into a world where there's just too damn many people for the for the number of jobs. We're working on that too. There's not <laughs> enough room in this world. <laughs> well, yeah. no, there's plenty of room. Uh, believe me, I just drove across the U.S. If the U.S. has, if the US has anything, it's a buttload of, Room. you know, negative space of, of empty space. That's, I mean, Alberta, but, I, I, but I nobody it. wants to go out and, and subsistence farm. If people got into subsistence farming, the United States could be rocking. Yeah, that's, there's an argument that if we want to kill unemployment, we just have to ban factory farm equipment. That's correct. And then yeah, everybody go back. Good job. <laughs> go back to the good old days when yeah. you uh, you know everybody was a wetback. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just um, like we had specific issues that just were constantly in the background when we were in high school and college. A, gen a lot of them were environmental and political correctness. But, like, are the... What are the things that pervade, like... They're, like, the underbelly of all the conversations that you have at school. Um, like, what are the lurking, looming things with no obvious problems that are going to doom you for the rest of your life that your classmates insinuate in conversations? I think, like, it, like if you're asking about, like, some big problem... That is yeah. What is, what does your generation 50s, think it will? Do we used to, to we used to every okay. month have a drill where you ducked under the desk because the Russians were going to detonate a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that Look, was a little more overt. Well, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's the shit we had. Yeah, little kids, you know, they said, "Okay, everybody, get under your desk. The Russians just detonated a nuclear bomb." Maybe we should bring that back. <laughs> oh, kid. You know, yeah. but well, and then what did they have? My brother, who's eight years older than me. Uh, you know, he was going to Vietnam. He was right at the end of where if you didn't have, if you weren't going to college, there's a good chance you were going to Vietnam. Yeah. You know, you have global warming, or you know, is uh, you no, have... we we had global warming. Oh, that it's already it's already passé. No, it's already assumed. Oh, okay. It's built into the equation, I think. 
You guys yeah. don't have to worry about yeah, it. It's just like tomorrow. It's just like yeah. You believe basically. it, and you're just gonna have to build the world on, on top of that. Yeah, yeah. You just have I mean, to make, uh, get all literally on top of get all the tropical We have to now just start planning for that, and it is a thing that we realize is a thing that it needs but are solutions. There, are there like novel undercurrents to that? I mean, the things that I already talked about. Does it feel like um, cyber terrorism is going to destroy everything? Yeah, that, that's actually what I was gonna ask you a bit. Like, in when I started answering, was like. Did you mean an apocalyptic thing? And yeah, I, that's, and I that's really what I mean. What's, what's the yeah. thing that feels like it's going to end society? Because every generation has a thing like that that's going to end the world. At yeah. least one. <laughs> I, I really do think it probably is... It seems to be something like cyber terrorism or something about... Yeah. Is, making, or something affecting the internet a nobody, lot that's would what, destroy yeah. us if we there you go okay so it's, 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 it's the Russians aren't exactly. gonna the Russians aren't gonna incinerate you you're not gonna be able to text somebody that's, and your world is to going be to be fair that's, that's gonna that's gonna <laughs> that was make, a fear 15 years ago in 2000 so uh, and we've always been afraid and of for that. what it's worth knocking out the internet may cause nuclear annihilation oh yeah. well uh, you don't have to tell me yeah. I'm you know, you don't get to... T- I, I'm joking about that a little bit because you don't get to text, I'm fucking broke. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I mean, my All whole world... Money is on paper. My whole world is little dots, ones, and zeros in a freaking bank account. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? You know, they... But that's but that's a real that's a real thing. They really screw that like, up and... Like, like, like it, shit. It, it makes it a bit weird for you to say that, that like, is in conversations because it's not something we talk about. No, 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 that is, like, the thing that I know you aren't going to be able to do cash. They're making cash go away. We didn't talk about... We didn't, like, talk about global warming or any of that stuff. It was just... It was assumed that that was the thing, that was the looming specter. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And that's probably it, too. Like, and actually, like, come to think of you, you can see it in conversation with, like, how serious people are when they say, I couldn't go a week without my phone. And it's stuff like that. It's like, if well, we, they, if well, we they, lost they, the internet, they don't that's mean, the apocalypse right there. That's it. <laughs> they don't mean it in a frivolous sense. Yeah. Like, enough is on the web that you, it can't go down. Exactly. It is an infrastructural necessity. Oh, absolutely. So that's probably, like, the big, the big apocalyptic scary specter looming over us all is the idea that the internet might fall at some point. Something some might happen. If, if somebody were bad enough and smart enough, they could take And to someone this. like me, it's more, you know, why that wouldn't be more scary to me because the reality is as soon as I, you know, got a little bit, you know, a couple years older and a little more thinking, I, you know, the Russians, I just couldn't see the Russians dropping a nuclear bomb. Right. I mean, you know, you have to believe that rational people really aren't going to incinerate the whole fucking right. world. But the but the issue is, and sorry, because I'm just a mean old guy, but I can see some dumb fuck thinking he's being funny and fucking up the web. The internet. Right. That's, that's the thing, though, is that... Some dumb fuck is... isn't going to push the button and incinerate humanity, but some dumb fuck could decide he's, you know, some asswipe who thinks the world is being mean to him... Could really fuck up a lot of people. I mean, that, but all none of these none of these scenarios ever actually go away. They just they seem in retrospect to have been irrationally terrifying. I mean, I don't know what you what Mitchell or Hob your opinions of were of just the general the general we're destroying the planet thing from an ecological perspective was. Mm. I was led to believe for the majority of my childhood that by the time. I got to about this age that we would have so much irreparable damage that it was just going to compromise. It was going to compromise civilization. I mean, people were telling you that at school because you sure as fuck didn't hear that at home. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it everywhere else. Oh. I never felt that. Really? But yeah. Oh, I mean, that was just me. Yeah. I mean, global warming was Disaster like a thing warming. that was talked about. That's, well, that's not but, the only one I'm talking about. I'm okay. talking about ocean acidification. I'm talking about deforestation. I'm talking about CO2 level. level. I'm talking about like all the, the, the resources. Stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'm more of an optimist than you are then because I never considered that. That's that almost would... necessarily true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I thought most of that was overblown, even as it was being okay. was perpetuated in, right. in school and the media and everything. So. That's just that's just me. I, I mean, they could maybe shut down the web, but it would take it would take a couple. Of yeah, the, the thing is, there, there's a lot of web to shut down. I think that's where I, that's where the disconnect was for me in terms of global warming. It's like it's not like there was it wasn't a roller coaster. We weren't like slowly creeping up to the end of the world, and then we just fell. Like there there had to be slow depreciation of this resource and this resource and this thing. Like we'd have to be able to see it. 
similarly the web, like there's a lot of web. You can't just shut down the web, I feel. I don't know if they're quite yeah, similar. I mean, well, no, the, the problem with the ecological one was that we were going to get to a point where we couldn't fix it. We just weren't sustainable. You can't fire up another server. There's a, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a thought among uh, evangelicals or whatever that, uh, that the world, because it was created by God or whatever, that it's impossible for humans to destroy the world. And All that, right. That I some don't people, think anyone here agrees with no, that. No, I don't, definitely. <laughs> well, but I feel like some... but absolutely humans some, can't destroy yeah. the world. Well, I feel like Ain't some people... Happen. Humans will destroy humans, <laughs> yeah. but the world will go right on the, its merry the way. The world will go on, but... Uh, It'll come back. Yeah. They've proven. Look at Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, you know, even where we fucked up really bad, the, the critters are all back, and the, you know, people you can't do too well, but there's critters <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. So after yeah. a million years, the world doesn't give a fuck about people. <laughs> I don't think that means that we shouldn't care about it, though. Um, and like you I gotta said, breathe. I you would gotta, hope not. Yeah. You gotta we breathe should make an air. effort to postpone Chernobyl as long as we can. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The idea. Well, I mean, you know, and, you know, screw the rest of the thing. I just don't want like humans to go away for crying out loud. We could do it out of pure selfishness if we want to. The world yeah, will go on. We, we don't want. Yeah, we can be stewards. But you're only here for a little bitty while. So yeah, you might as well yeah, have that nice rare wood uh, table. <laughs> you have, I mean, you can have cork, you can have cork yeah. tables. Cork is uh, a wood that you can harvest without actually killing yeah. the trees. Bamboo. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's go that's go crazy. kill a few more tigers, like actual yeah. tigers, and put them in your <laughs> put them in your house. It's all right. I have tiger yeah. rugs. Would be, tiger rugs would be beautiful. When people when people go away <laughs> after a billion years, it'll all come back again. Just as you got to get over the fact that it's you that has. You know that you were important oh, at yeah. the end of the day. I mean, no, you're I, don't, I, I don't believe. I, I feel like kind of time. You're this yeah, like I mean, you're I not believe, even a fart. I don't believe <laughs> that I am, but that doesn't mean that I want to just do whatever I want to try to destroy the world. No. Well, on the one hand, it's kind of nihilistic to think, yeah, it's all going to end anyway. Let me do what I want. So it's like, well, well, we're we're hoping to build the foundation for for our future for our kids because. I don't want them to have a terrible existence. Well, but that's, you know, I maybe it all stops at the rate things are going. Maybe it all stops <laughs> after one generation, but, Everybody you know. Everybody says that. I have a, I mean, I have a vested interest in history now. Right. There's a, there's a, there's a magical, magical section. I think it's in Steven Pinker's book on uh, the decline of violence. Okay, upon doing some review, it turns out it's actually not in Pinker's book. And I cannot, for the life of me, figure out where I read this thing I'm about to refer to. If you happen to know where it's from, please leave it in the comments. Where he, he shows a quote from a literary figure from every decade, starting at yeah. the turn of the 1600s, how the shit's going in about the how English is being degraded by the next generation. Well, the, the future, guessing the future is always right. impossible. There was a, I think, <laughs> I remember uh, reading something about a, a patent officer, patent official in 1890-something, uh, who said that uh, everything that can be invented has been, been invented. Well, that's, yeah. that's big and heads always. Yeah, you know, the, it's like the <laughs> physics guys said physics is over. Why get, they, were tell, they told Max yes. Planck yeah. not to get into physics because physics is over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's people are buttheads. That the beginning way. of timeline starts like that. It's like you know, why would we the like holds up the Bill Gates holding up the processor? It's like this is a whole kilobyte of data. How could we ever get any bigger? And it's like a brick. Like hey, I started. I started with a company where we were going to take over the world with four hundred uh, gigabytes of of disk storage. We're breaking more Moore's law, though, aren't we? Right now? Yeah, we're, we're slowly getting to the point where we can't make it any smaller. Uh, yeah. No, we're not slow. Intel fucked that up four years ago. Yeah. We're quickly getting this to the point. This is why computer... This is why building a computer has become really easy. Because if you just buy a CPU, it's probably good. Because well, they're not making better ones. Now. But what's yeah. fast enough, too, is the other yeah. thing that people have to... We need use. quantum computing. That's where it's at. Well, but that's, <laughs> the, that's the other thing, is that Americans <laughs> traditionally have been good at... That's when you'll know that it's really broken. It's because... Americans have, uh, you know, started a pretty good history of coming up with the next thing. You know, they, mm. they're, you know, we've generated a, you know, who knows? Maybe you know, it'll be you. You know that <laughs> Alberto. It could be me who makes the world a better place. Stop fucking with that country. <laughs> yeah. Well, we gotta hope somebody's gonna do yeah. it because that's right. I yeah, mean, yeah. we're at a dead end. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's not me. Yeah, exactly. We've pretty much advocated, so you better get your uh, shit together, boy. We've compressed. <laughs> we've compressed generations. It's not twenty years anymore. We got the the what is it? Six, seven, seven, I've eight, done my nine years part. between you two. 
Yeah, you've done your part. I've done my part. At 27, this podcast to motivate you to do something about the problem. No, he's going to go home and hang himself in his Russians and cyber terrorism all in one. No, you missed it, David. Though the the reality is that because he's not used to adversity, he's going to go home and hang himself in his closet because he thinks it's all fucked now. That's cool because we got got podcast got so dark. It's about I thought I said, I got dark fast. Excuse you, sir. <laughs> it did not get dark fast. It's been it got dark. dark a while. Ago. Yeah, it's uh, been a little dark, but that's okay. No, it, but yeah, it wasn't dark for darkness. me until a few seconds ago. <laughs> welcome to welcome the real reality. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, this is, of course, the thing that all parents worry about, of course, is that <laughs> maybe we did fuck it up. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, that we've uh, irreparably dicked not only our kids, but the but the environment, right? You know, and by the environment, I mean bigger. I you know, I don't mean yeah. just yeah. the trees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the macro environment. Do you guys do you guys worry about that as children? <laughs> worry about what? About the fact that our parents may have fucked everything up. I mean, I don't worry about it. Okay, you believe <laughs> you it. Yeah. <laughs> children have to be- always believe that. It's what they say. Rebellious little bastards. <laughs> You're the reason everything's like this, Dad, if you're listening to the actual Garbage Podcast. (laughs) It's all your fault. Tell all your friends. And speaking (laughs) as someone who, someone's paying for their iPhone, because I'm sure you don't have a job that pays for that iPhone. You're, you're, (laughs) someone pays for that, your parents pay for that for you. So your evil parents, yeah. Thanks, Mom, but Dad, you ruined everything. (laughs) Yeah, 27-year-old me, my parents pay for my cell phone, too, although I paid them for it, but I'm still on their plan. (laughs) That's okay. That's sure. Netflix built an empire on that. Yeah, <laughs> I have my own Netflix account. Thanks very oh, much. Wow. Well, there's at least four different people's Netflix accounts. Okay, because <laughs> you don't want your mom. You don't want your mom seeing what you're watching. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta break away eventually. Why did you watch? Nine episodes of Hey Arnold, or nine seasons of Hey Arnold. No, why did you watch, why did you watch the SpongeBob SquarePants movie nine times a year? <laughs> My mom's Netflix queue is way more embarrassing than mine. <laughs> yeah, she's become a Britophobe. She watches BBC News now. Yeah, I know. She watches all the silly shit. She just. My mom wants. She's an Anglophile now. Yeah. Watch, has she watched Luther? I've heard that's good. Is yes. it British? I'm yeah, certain she's British. watched yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Almost certainly. Doctor Who, all the way through? I don't think no, she's, she's not a Doctor Who. She's not into space stuff. Ten seasons. No sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Star Trek. So maybe she'll get into Doctor Who at some point. Yeah. Alright, do we have any other things we want to... We're getting up on the, uh, the two-hour mark. Three hours. So yes. No, this, like all it starts people. at one. Is that not the dumbest? This is, <laughs> this is a professional paid-for piece of software, and the hour thing starts at one instead you can't, of zero. You can't change that. No. <laughs> you know, speaking as an old person, it's tough shit. The world's yours. We did what we could do. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, we bequeath it to you. Go fix it if you don't like it. You know, I thought you. Were, I thought you didn't own the world. You just leased it from your children. You can't fuck it up and say enjoy. No, of course you can't. We should what do you sue mean? them. We should sue our parents. People, <laughs> do, people do that. Hey, yeah, people, that's the new way. Well, do. then, I mean, like speaking as a young person who's in a very, very, very privileged point of society, I really like the world. I'm very excited to be in it because it's pretty cool. I'm hoping to take care of it in the future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least yeah. people. At least people in it. Doctor status. Hopefully, it doesn't end with me. <laughs> That's always the desire. You get the Spider-Man quote, of course, with "Great privilege comes great responsibility." So go out and kick some ass. <laughs> like that it. is what Spider-Man did with his power. He did. Well, a lot of ass. Hey, you know, if uh, find a way to zap the bad guys. If that's what you'd be good at, but go the Russians. <laughs> I'm gonna zap the Russians. Go be good at some. Go be good at something. You know, do something. Kick some ass. Positively. Some of us, you know. Didn't quite take over the world, but, yeah. I think I did okay in the grand scheme of things. You know, I, my, uh, I won't have all the, my, uh, Nicole's going to compost me when I die, so I won't have a headstone. But, uh, <laughs> my, uh. I guess as long as you get to look back and think, not bad, in shape, right? I, the bottom line is I have no grief. It's why I have no time for people like when the daughter rags on her mom and stuff like that. I'm just a 
poor dumb bastard who did what I thought was the right thing to do. And if you don't want to be friends with me, that's your business. You know? The bottom line is, I can look back and say, comparatively, there's a lot of eviler fuckers than I am. So, I'm okay. (laughs) Mitchell? Me? Oh, yeah. Well, it's tough. I mean, like, uh, I'm happy with where I am right now at 27, at the ripe old age of of 27, where where if I was a musician, I would be dead. Um, But, uh... Yeah, I mean, like, grass is always greener on the other side. I can compare myself to, to many pe- different people. I mean, when I watch the tennis match tomorrow, uh, I'm going to realize that Novak Plug Djokovic... It, man. Who is it? When I, watch, when I realize that Novak Djokovic is 28 and he's uh, 11, uh, 10 or 11-time Grand Slam winner already and... Yeah. Uh, you only got a winner. year to catch up. Yeah. It's going to be... Better get on. It's going to be tough, Yeah. Um, so yeah, when you compare yourself to other people, it's always tough, but you know, you just got to keep plugging away, trying to do what you do and uh, be happy with that. There's no better man than the one who compares himself to the one he was yesterday. You don't have to compare yourself to someone else. Just make sure you're a better person today than you were yesterday. Uh Uh-oh. I wish I'd thought that up. (laughs) Yeah, that's dangerous. That's from Kingsman. But (laughs) it's just the idea that... When you've got more of your life in front of you, that's easier. But I mean, in general, just... I've had some good days. <laughs> they're tough to they're tougher to find as you get older. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're okay. We're we're slowly figuring out what it is that's going wrong, and we're doing what we can to fix it, or at least acknowledge it. So I think in that sense, we're doing a fine job. Acknowledging trying. it is okay. Like we're fighting terrorism by changing our Facebook photos to have the, uh, the yes bars. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, that's some powerful shit there. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> Alberta? We're showing each other that we're a community. No, but okay, I, I understand. I understand. Alberta? Uh, yeah, like I said before, I really like, from, from where I'm standing, I really like the world and what I'm able to do with it. I'm very thankful for the opportunities that I have based on where I am and all that grand scheme of the world. And I think that there is a lot of, that there, especially from where I am, there are a lot of really good people my age who I think we can all do a lot of great stuff for the world. I think we all can. There are a lot of really cool people that I know who I think are going to do great things. That's crazy. David? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know smart folks. It's weird. I'm going to keep doing these podcasts until I figure out what I actually want to do. And in the meantime, I'll let people come over and use my shit so they can figure out what they're going to do. And we're just going to do that until we figure it out or die. And I don't know how long that's going to be. Because Lord knows cyber terrorism or saturated fats could end any of this at any moment. Um, but the point of actual garbage is to have somewhere to at least catalog my attempt to try to do something. And at some point, it may mean something. It doesn't have to, thankfully, just yet. Thanks hey. for listening. Thanks for joining us. Bye now. Thanks, people. <laughs> <laughs>